Welcome to the Ask Dr. Deanna Show. I'm Dr. Deanna Holdren, your host. Join me weekly as I cover various health-related lifestyle medicine topics that you get to request. This show is for anyone who wants to proactively improve their health position. I hope you enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for joining me this week. Um, We are starting a brand new series. I'm so excited to bring this series to you. Um, So many of my patients have asked for this specific series, and we're calling it Optimal Health. It is a five-week series designed to basically give you all the information you need to reset your health, to transform your health, and to get yourself on the right track. And so this week, what we're going to be covering is basically what I call like to call sick care versus health care. And what my goal is uh, in this series is basically for you to feel empowered by the end of the five weeks and to feel really confident that you know uh, what to do and how to proceed. Uh, my hope is that you will become your your own advocate uh, in your healthcare, and that you will become, uh, in a sense, uh, the um, healthcare CEO uh, of your healthcare as well. And so, to start off, I just want to talk about you know what I call the state of the union in healthcare. And basically, when you look at the state of the union in healthcare, it's really not good. We have a lot of disease. We have a lot of new disease. We have a lot of issues going on. And um, basically, a lot of this what I call sick care uh, is in fact because of of, or you can trace it back to the standard American diet. And I know you guys have heard me talk so much about that in the past. We're going to hit on that today as well. But basically, the standard American diet is loaded with empty calorie foods, foods that are depleted uh, of nutritional value, um, foods that that basically were grown in a very depleted soil, uh, foods that are genetically modified. And, you know, when you look at foods that are GMOs or genetically modified, you know, they are taking a poor portion and, and basically splicing it into uh, the DNA of a plant, and that makes it kind of a whole new species. Well, sometimes there are also bacteria, there are viruses, there are other things that kind of get spliced in there as well. Uh, so we're going to talk about just not using genetically modified foods um, because not only, um, you know, we're really not sure long-term <laughs> effects of that uh, and, you know, and how that affects our bodies, but on top of that, those genetically modified crops are basically modified so that you can mass spray those crops with chemicals, with pesticides, chemicals that are going to kill weeds, uh, herbicides. And um, basically that chemical content, uh, glyphosate, does in fact absorb into the plant. It does get passed on to us. Um, On top of that, some of these chemicals are used as drying agents on crops that aren't even genetically modified. So that's why it's so, so important that we know where our food is coming from and, you know, how it's being produced. You know, where did this, who, who, who grew this and under what conditions was this particular product grown? Uh, in addition, you know, when you look at the chemical content uh, in our foods, it's absolutely astounding. So, you know, I talked a little bit about glyphosate already. Um, I don't like glyphosate. The reason I don't like glyphosate is that it destroys the gut microbiome, uh, which is so important for so many different functions in our body. Uh, And on top of that, um, it, you know, definitely has been linked to, you know, various cancers as well. So we just try to avoid anything in that category. It doesn't need to be in food. It should not be there. It shouldn't even be in the market. Uh, And yet here we are with it basically in um, pretty much everything from, you know, Cheerios to goldfish, 
You're going to see some uh, levels of glyphosate in those products, but also the PFAs. You hear a lot about PFAs right now. Um, there was a new study that just came out and it talked specifically about women and PFAs and that basically they have are, are more likely to have hypertension uh, if they are regularly exposed to PFAs. Well, where are these PFAs? They are in uh, wrappers uh, for, you know, fast food wrappers. They are in um, nonstick skin. Skillets, uh, flame retardant uh, materials, or water resistant materials uh, that are oftentimes in our homes. You might find PFAs in shampoos, um, you know, different um, household products uh, throughout. And so, what we know is that they they, they also uh, can cause cancer, uh, but they definitely have a negative impact on our health overall. And here they are; these are the chemicals that they they don't degrade uh, in our environment. Uh, so think of a food wrapper, for example, from a fast food. You know how many um, fast food, I can't even imagine how many fast food burgers or whatever are sold in a day in the U.S. But imagine all of those wrappers landing in a landfill somewhere. Um, they do not break down. They've got these PFAs in them, which stay in the environment, make it into our water system, and then we're basically drinking them, which is why it is so important that we have clean sources of water as well. So so, so this diet with all of these chemicals and all of these processed foods that I call frankenfoods, it's more like a Frankenstein thing, something that was cooked up in the lab. Uh, it's not really real food at all. It's more fake food uh, and basically has a negative impact on our health. But in addition, uh, it does have a huge impact on the gut microbiome. The gut microbiome is responsible for, you know, the majority of our immune system is in our gut. Um, we make neurotransmitters. Neurotransmitters are the things that make us feel good, that make us feel joy, that make us feel healthy, happy, you know, excited. All those things, that's all neurotransmitters and that's all coming uh, from the gut. Uh, the gut also is responsible for detoxification uh, to help us basically clean clean our system out and, and rid our body of toxins. Uh, and then it's also responsible for nutrient absorption as well. And so, you know, the micronutrients, we eat food and, you know, hopefully it's nutrient-dense food uh, that's really healthy. So I eat the food and let's say that my gut is a mess, okay, my microbiome is thrown off, maybe, you know, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth or some other, you know, gastrointestinal issue. Maybe I've been eating you know, the standard American diet for many, many years. And basically that's going to cause some inflammation within the gut that that interferes with the body's ability to then absorb those key nutrients and be able to assimilate those and use those in the rest of the body. So that's why it is so important that we pay attention to what we are eating. The standard American diet has got to go, okay? It's not where it's at. We've got to make some changes. If we want to see improvements in health, this is the very best place to start. In addition, you know, in the U.S., we are very much a grain-fed society. You know, when you think about, you know, how do you fatten up cattle, for example, you basically feed them grain. You feed them corn, you feed them grain. And the reason is that that's going to to increase their insulin levels. Insulin is a growth hormone. And basically those cows in the field, many of them, uh, because they're being fed grain and so forth, uh, probably have some insulin resistance going on. 
and uh, they basically pack on fat, uh, which is, you know, what is oftentimes desirable in the marketplace. You know, we encourage people to eat um, grass-fed uh, beef if you're going to eat beef, uh, basically uh, free-range chicken, uh, you know, free, looking for food sources that are clean and that are ba- not feeding the animals all of these chemicals that then end up, you know, getting passed on to us. So when we look at um, grain, okay, in the U.S., the grain has a tremendous amount of gluten. Gluten, you know, about half of us are sensitive to gluten. And I always say that gluten, uh, if you are sensitive to it, it sort of causes this intestinal road rash, um, this irritation within the intestinal uh, tract that basically causes us to have symptoms of maybe gastroesophageal reflux, abdominal pain after eating, uh, and then also interferes with our body's ability to absorb those key nutrients. So we definitely want to change that. And, you know, not everybody's sensitive to gluten, but definitely you want to avoid um, gluten and grain that has been mass sprayed or mass produced with this glyphosate or Roundup. Uh, in addition, uh, when you look at that high grain, high carbohydrate diet, that's an acidic diet. Um, that is going to cause our system to be more acidic. And we know in medicine that cancer cells, uh, you know, bacteria, viruses, whatever, they, they do well in an acidic environment. Uh, so we do better to be more alkaline, uh, especially from a cancer prevention standpoint. So we want to encourage people to move more toward vegetables, green vegetables. It's the best way to alkalinize your body. Uh, and um, you can see a tremendous difference in how you feel, how you look, your energy level, and so forth, just by you know making a change in what you are eating. You know, I always say food is either going to take you up or it's going to take you down. It's almost never just a neutral. So be mindful of what it is that you're eating, and is it going to take you up or is it going to take you down? You know, the other analogy that I give sometimes is, you know, if if you took your car to the gas station and you were to fill that tank up with water. The tank would be full, but the car's not going to run. And that's what millions of Americans do every single day. Their tank is full, okay? They filled up on empty calorie foods that basically do not serve their body. And then their body, their brain, their mind, you know, it is just not working. It's not working the way that it should. Uh, in addition to, um, you know, the, looking at all of these grains, uh, a lot of foods, you know, when, going back to some of the chemicals, um, there are additives uh, that, that have been added into the foods um, that we actually call obesogens. And the, the term obesogen just means a, a, a chemical that makes you want more. MSG might fall into this category. Uh, it, it might make you crave that product more uh, so that you can't just eat one and you keep going back for more. Well, that over time is going to contribute to insulin resistance, diabetes, all of that. So again, we have the we have the ability to absolutely transform our health. And for most of us, it is right at the end of our fork uh, and what we're eating, what we're preparing in the kitchen. So that's sick care. Right. That is sick care and sick care. When we're eating foods like that, all these chemicals doing all that, what happens is we end up with hypertension. And now there's a medicine or two for that, sometimes three or four for some people. Uh, we end up with um, insulin resistance and, you know, basically type two diabetes because we're gaining weight. Uh, we end up with elevated uh, cholesterol and triglyceride levels, which then ends up, you know, maybe contributing to some coronary artery disease. So this whole process, you know, pushes toward sick care. What we are eating today, what we are consuming 
is pushing us towards the sick care. So I want to talk about well care. And that's what this program is going to be about over the next five weeks. We're going to talk about well care. And when I think of well care, you know, I think about whole foods that are nutrient dense and that are clean. Okay, so from a diet standpoint, whole foods that are nutrient dense and that are clean. What is a whole food? Well, basically, a whole food is, you know, something maybe I've prepared it in the kitchen and I know exactly what's in there. You know, maybe it's a soup and there's chicken in it. There's celery. There's some garlic. There's some onions. There's parsley. You know, all of the things that are carrots, all the things that I've added to the soup, that is still a whole food. I've not added any chemicals, okay? No harsh ingredients, anything. I've just basically uh, a clean uh, food source using, you know, clean chicken, clean broth. I mean, all of that makes a huge difference. So, so whole foods that are nutrient dense and that are clean that are basically going to fuel us in the proper way. And that's really how we transform the health of America, in my opinion, Um, being mindful of how things are produced uh, as well as where they are produced. I mentioned that in the beginning, and there are some great, um, you know, uh, documentaries, uh, you know, out right now uh, on uh, just soil and farming techniques. And, you know, what a difference um, that makes instead of mass producing, you know, all of our food uh, that then ends up with a tremendous amount of chemicals and deplete of minerals because the soil becomes so depleted. Um, Mindful, again, of soil practices and farming techniques are so important. And when we see this, okay, so when people are following a program like this, where they are really mindful of what they're eating, what they're putting in their body, trying to avoid all those chemicals, um, you know, basically their weight is managed, Okay, weight is managed kind of naturally. Um, they have no more insulin resistance um, because this is actually reversible. Insulin resistance, uh, prediabetes or, or type 2 diabetes is a reversible disease. It absolutely is through diet. Now, that doesn't mean, you know, for some people, they may, may need to be on some medication while they are reversing it. But even if they are on medication, this still can be reversed, and that will make a tremendous impact in their overall health. Um, In addition to the insulin resistance being reversed, blood pressure is improved, and then activity is increased because you have more energy. When you have more energy, you've worked all day long, you come home, and you are, you know, still, you know, got a lot of energy left that you can do things in the evening with your family. Um, What a difference that makes to be able to, to live that lifestyle versus just plopping down on the couch with some carbs and zoning out in front of the TV only to fall asleep there, eventually go to bed, wake up the next day and go to work. That's no way to live, okay? Uh, some of you might go, no, that's exactly what I'm thinking. But um, no, seriously, it, it's not. We've got to be moving. We've got to be active. So let's talk for a minute about this insulin resistance. I'll cover this more in detail, uh, I believe, in week three of this series. But insulin resistance is basically a product of our diet. When we are eating too many grains, when we are grain fed, okay, so I'm eating, let's say I'm eating a ton of carbohydrates, my blood sugar is naturally going to increase, okay? My blood sugar goes up. My body's response to that, my pancreas will make a bunch of insulin. When it makes this insulin, what happens is that insulin brings my blood sugar down, uh, but the insulin 
is a growth hormone, and it sends the message to pack fat, to store fat, usually on the abdomen, legs, arms, etc. And you know the 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 issue here is that um, you know insulin. Uh, are, are people who are diabetic and on insulin typically are going to gain about 10 pounds every single year. The reason is that the insulin is a growth hormone, okay, and it is sending that signal. So we want to, you know, for diabetics, uh, they want to use as little insulin as possible. They don't want to be overdosed on their insulin because their blood sugar will crash low, but then also they are storing that sugar as fat. That's what happens to it. So so not only when we're following a program like this, do we end up with our weight being managed, with insulin resistance being in check, blood pressure is improved, um, activity is increased because we have more energy, but also our microbiome is healthy. Our microbiome is healthy because of the foods that we're eating and because we are not destroying it with chemicals. All right. So I know as a physician, I'm a family practice physician, functional med physician, and, you know, I, I do, I see patients on a regular basis. I'm in the clinic. And one of the things that I know is that it's very important for me to consume probiotics or make sure that I'm getting probiotics through my food. The reason is that as a physician, I am most likely um, uh, exposed to uh, certain bacteria, spe- specifically something called C. difficile or Clostridium difficile. Uh, this is an infection uh, that that we have issues with in hospitals. Uh, oftentimes, patients get it when they've been on antibiotics, and it's a big issue. Well, compounding that issue is the glyphosate. Part of the reason that people end up being more susceptible is that glyphosate specifically kills off one of the strains of um, of gut bugs. Okay, of the the micro biome and basically kills it off so that it or it renders it inactive so that it's not able to function and then that makes us susceptible you know throw some antibiotics in there as well you've further destroyed your your gut microbiome and now we are even more susceptible to um, you know these infections and so forth so we want the microbiome to be healthy to be able to digest food to feel good after you're eat after you're finished eating you should be able to feel energized, not like you need to go just, you know, lay down and take a nap. Um, if, if you are feeling really tired after you eat, then chances are you are eating way too many carbs. You're eating way too high of grain content, carbohydrate content in your diet. So my goal as a practitioner is prevention, prevention, prevention. I want to prevent things from happening. I want to know why they happen, what's at the core, what's at the root of them, and then also how to prevent that from happening. So, you know, you can see transforming your diet um, becomes key for optimal health. In fact, I don't think you can miss or that you can skip over this piece of the puzzle. It's essential. It has to be done in order to have optimal health and to allow your body to function at optimal levels, uh, to have your mind be healthy, to have your energy levels be healthy. Um, it's, It's critical. So let's talk a little bit about goals, you know, as we go through this program. And this is something that's really important to me. When I think about goals, I always think about a goal as a destination. It's a place that I'm going to. Now, if you were going on a trip, okay, let's say that you were going on a trip and you're, you know, look, you you know where you're going or, or you've decided you're going to this place, but you don't map it out or you don't use your GPS, you don't know how to get there, uh, you just decide to get in the car and go chances are you're not going to arrive at your destination. 
it's no different with with health, okay? You making a goal of the destination, where am I headed? Where do I want to be? And then mapping it out. How am I going to get there? What am I going to do? I'm going to start making some changes in my diet. I'm going to start, you know, looking at that from the standpoint of, you know, overall health and basically using that as a roadmap. So goals um, transform. One of the first goal is to transform our health through healthy eating. Okay. Absolutely transformative. More important than the exercise component. Okay, I always say 80% of the battle is won in the kitchen at the end of the fork. There's also a documentary out there called Forks Over Knives. That's a very interesting one. Um, The second goal is to manage our weight, to ideally have a BMI uh, uh, that is less than 25. So a BMI less than 25 is going to be ideal. You know, you may be listening and, and maybe your BMI is 40. That's okay. Okay, because we have to start somewhere and we're going to work toward these goals. It's going to be a process. It might take a year, but it's going to be worth it. You're going to see results and you're going to feel great because of that. Uh, we also, a third goal that I have is to reverse or po- or positively impact, have a positive impact on a person's diabetes, their hypertension, uh, and their hyperlipidemia, their cholesterol levels, okay? So when we transform uh, our health through healthy eating, we're going to see a positive impact on those things as well, and it's going to be fantastic. So those are some of the things that I am looking to do with this series. Um, next week, um, we are going to talk about um, whole foods that are nutrient-dense, that are clean. We're going to talk all about nutrition. What should you eat? What shouldn't you eat? How do you fuel your body uh, so that it's functioning at optimal levels? How do you fuel your brain so that it's functioning at optimal levels? What about your metabolism? How do we get that going at optimal levels as well? So those are the things that we're going to be talking about next week. And I want to encourage you to share uh, this podcast with somebody you know, you know, somebody who can use this information to help transform their health and get on the right track, on the right path uh, to be able to live life um, vibrantly and to be able to function at optimal levels. So thanks so much for joining me. I'm excited to share more information with you next week. We are on our way and we are going to uh, experience optimal health by the end of the five weeks. And then I will help you learn how to, to make that a sustainable program that you can continue doing that becomes your lifestyle. It's just who you are. It's what you do. So thanks so much, everybody, and have a great day. I hope you enjoyed that episode. For more information, visit me at DeannaHoldren.com. Find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Dr. Deanna Holdren. I really want to hear from you, so message me. I love taking your messages and creating topics from them. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share my show with those who have an interest in health and wellness. Thank you for tuning in and see you next week.